On this episode of Deep Thrones, we review Season 2, Episode 3, What is Dead May Never Die. We jump all around the Seven Kingdoms as we brace for war. Chris and I debate over the rating of this episode, and Trial by Combat introduces another Sheedy original, plus many more hilarious segments. Winter is here. guys welcome back to deep thrones this is season two episode three what is dead may never die i'm sims of course my partner cd's on the line here what's up hey we're another in studio this yeah. is two recordings in a row of some in studio boys i think the in studio is gonna have to keep up because we got oreo balls my mom made oreo balls oreo balls are tight for those of you who have not heard of oreo balls it's not a mix of me and cd's balls because i'm white and he's black it's actually oh, deep though, but that's, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, it's actually a great American snack. You know, you should you should uh, look it up. It's really good if you don't know what it is. Um, and she's mom makes superb Oreo balls. She does, so. and we got crispy boys. We got Oreo balls, and yeah, crispy we're, all, balls. we're all geared up, man. These in studios are going to happen often, and it also will make it easier for guest stars. Ooh, fact. which we're supposed to be doing. Fact, fact. which we are fact. supposed to be R.I.P. doing. I've been, kind of dropping, <laughs> I've been kind of dropping the ball on that one. So yeah, we. I told a lot of people they could yeah. guest star. We're backloaded. <laughs> we gotta listen. This is another reason why we gotta hire a producer, man. That's no one's answered our. Uh, listen, you're really ads. putting the ball. You're really every time you say we gotta hire a producer, you look me in the <laughs> eyes like you're disappointed in me. And Literally. again, it's not your goddamn business. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, but so we posted a couple uh, votes. A couple, mm. the past couple weeks, so the results. So the the most oh, voted shit. for hot girl babe was surprisingly Danny Targaryen. What do you mean surprisingly? Surprisingly, I mean on that list there. I mean there's some. Well, who are on the list? Who are on the list that you posted? Um, I posted I did not vote. Sandy. I posted uh, Melisandre. I think was on there. Danny and Marjorie. And no, Marjorie. I. I dropped the ball because I, I didn't write. But that Marjorie was my pick my too, notes. though. So yeah. either way, I would have won that one. Yeah, I should have. Yeah, I should have. And wasn't the male one Jon Snow? Yeah, John. So John Snow won. So two of my picks. One. Yeah. Both my picks. I actually, it's funny. I still stand by that Masandi is to me the hottest person on the show. Same fact. Yeah, fact. I used to actually. I I used to have a big thing for Sansa, but then you kind of read thin to me for it because of Joe Jonas. Kind of, I blame Joe Jonas, and it kind of it kind of wore on me over the years. Yeah. Tbh. Because Chris is a huge South Park fan, and there's that episode where Mickey Mouse yells at the Jonas oh, Brothers. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so you can't be a fan of anyone associated. Fact, fact. And yeah. we'll post we'll post some other votes. I'm thinking, um, you know, even when we don't Mount Rushmore, maybe we could just do that thing where like all the cool kids are posting their Instagram stories. It's like vote this or vote that. You know, maybe we. I never get any votes. Okay. Well, you know, electoral college. Always <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So sneaking, yeah, sneaking. Um, let's do it next week. We'll do another uh, tweet. Chris will do a Twitter thing, and uh, you're gonna. Chris is gonna do the Twitter, and if you retweet him, he's gonna mention you on the podcast. That's what we'll do. Ooh, I like that. Another shout That's out. Another we, shout should out. Probably, we should get a little prize. You should, probably, you should write that down. So, oh, I don't so I, to yeah, I'm advertising stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and you can win. Uh, just we'll take you to Culver's. All right, we we can't actually deliver on that, but we'll, I'm gonna take you to Culver's. We'll, we'll a girl has out. to win, and I alone. <laughs> And, and you'll get interviewed for the producer job. Yep. Careful. <laughs> High turnover, right? <laughs> um, also, I don't know if you noticed this, um, but I kind of have like a hole in my pants. So like, oh yeah, there it is. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't be looking down too much here. Mm. Uh, <laughs> That's all right. These, these are very old sweatpants. I found them uh, 
in college somewhere. I can't even remember uh, where I found Comes it. to my house. Yeah. Whole dangling dick. <laughs> well, when I put them on, I kind of forgot that I had them, but now I'm sitting like this, and that hole is like glaring. Like, yeah, right. you're in your right. I'm, I'm in eyesight. Yeah, sorry. All right. Um, what do you say we get into this review, huh? Yeah, let's hop into this bad boy. So, right. it's pretty action packed. Well, pretty good episode, I would say, overall. Um, we start out in the far north at Crasher's Keep. Mm hmm. And um, remember last episode we left off and John got knocked out by Krastic. Who won the hot guy, babe? John. Yeah, hot John. Hot guy, babe. Yep. John. True. Um, and now we pick up. Krastic basically is super pissed, kicking out all these uh, Night's Watchmen because John was spying on him and seeing what he did with his baby boys. Telling lies, yeah. Um, and then basically John and Mormont have this conversation and... John figures out that Mormont knew what was happening with those kids. Mm-hmm. And basically Mormont's like, all right, well, this is this type of stuff that, that happens up here. And without Craster, we wouldn't be able to survive up here, blah, blah, blah. And it kind of cuts to this, another scene where Sam's making a really dumb decision and um, basically cozying up to Gilly, even though Craster's livid about this whole situation already. Um, but, you know, basically building the foundations of him and Gilly's relationship later on. Yeah, I mean, the whole point, the, the, whole, like the, the one thing, like Lord Mormont said, he's like, we're going to stay here. It's a it's a necessary evil. He's like, I don't necessarily agree with it, but if he weren't here, we would have literally no roof over our heads in this right. wind and this cold. Uh, and he says, so just don't talk to the women and just mind your business. John immediately <laughs> snooping around. Yep. Sam sees a girl and is like, oh, you know, and he's Jane and his peas. And he's just like all over her. He's breaking rules. He's like breaking and, and telling lies and eating sugar. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Snow. Johnny, Johnny, Johnny yeah, Snow. Yeah. It's typical it's Sam John. and John. And it's like, they're sort of like cut from that Ned cloth where it's like they're just nobly trying to save everybody. Yeah. And you're like, you're going to get everyone else killed yeah. for your own selfish reasons. I'm surprised they actually. Well, spoiler alert. Well, never mind. I'm not gonna. Never mind. Go ahead. Keep. Going. Yeah, because our, our new. We actually got our buddy Dan into Game of Thrones, and he wants to listen to the podcast, but we told him not to because we consistently spoil future episodes. <laughs> so he has yeah. to wait. He has to like watch the entire series <laughs> until he can listen to season one of our podcast. <laughs> no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna chill with the spoilers. I actually I posted on Twitter. I posted a spoiler, and people like freaked out. I had to delete it pretty quick. So. Damn. Yeah. You got you got you got Twitter shame. Yeah. Buzzfeed wrote an article thirty times. Chris Sims posted spoilers. <laughs> uh, from there we go uh, a little bit south, but still north in the Seven Kingdoms to Winterfell, and it's just Bran having more dreams. Uh, pretty and lame. Pretty lame. It's a three eye raven, but you start to see him like moving in the dreams, mm-hmm. and he wakes up super sweaty, and because uh, it's almost as if he himself was running. Right. And um, his wolf, what's his his uh, dire wolf's name? He has um, Summer. Summer, that's yeah. right. He's like staring, on his bed staring at him, and we begin to see the groundwork of what Bran's sort of um, power is, right. I guess, where he can be Summer sometimes. Yeah, and, and get get into other yeah. forms and things. But Yeah, which is ironic because whenever Bran's on screen, no threat of winter, it is just Summer. Yeah, well, I... <sighs> At this point in time, Brand's storyline is just like super Boring. lame. It picks up. Yeah, it does. I'm never a huge Brand fan, to be honest. I like him just because he's not Rickon, <laughs> which is a we- bad reason to like people. Yeah. Just because they're not someone just else. Just because they're not someone. Well, by that, like, you could just, like, 
That's probably why you like me, because I'm not like Jack or somebody. I don't know. Well, shout out to Jack. <laughs> shout out, Jack. Jack we, we love you, buddy. Award-winning listener. Award-winning. He's, a, he's still a great friend. I talk to him all the time. He's, yeah, he's, he's a good boy. He's hilarious. He's a good boy. Hilarious person. He'd be a great guest on this, and I don't think he's ever watched it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so from there, we hop down to the Stormlands, and this is our first view of uh, Rinley Baratheon's camp. And so uh, basically, Rinley's kind of taking his time moseying up along the... Um, I think that's like the Rose Road down there on the way to King's Landing. But uh, basically, he's got, he's, they're saying he's got like 100,000 troops. Impressive fighters. And, yeah, impressive some of the gear. Best fighters in the Westeros, in Westeros. And, um, but he's stopping along the way every two minutes to have yeah. a little competition and, and yeah. flashy stuff. Exactly. So, in a way, I mean, that's how he's building up his host. But at the same time, your host building is Building up his build- hose? Host. Oh, okay. Host. Yeah. Host. <laughs> Also his host. But, his host. He's got Brienne. Yeah, in different area codes. Um, but so, I mean, in a way, he's building up his troops and his host and things like that. But also, at this point, you have them now, so it's time to go. Get your ass to King's Landing. Win the fucking war. Um, so there's this tourney. Brienne ends up winning it. It's pretty badass. Um, she defeats Loras, um, who is one of the best fighters in the Seven Kingdoms. And then later on, Cat Stark arrives and speaks as an envoy for Rob Stark. And there's a little bit of an exchange here. Renly's pretty, I would say, courteous for, throughout the whole part. But um, basically, Loras kind of starts giving little jabs at Cat at Stark. And she goes, you know, my son is fighting a war, not playing at one. And then, great line. Yeah, great line. And then that's when uh, Renly kind of is like, all right, let me get up and actually talk to this lady and figure this shit out. He so. realized that the gauntlet had kind of been thrown. And, yeah. and they were, like, mad. They're like, why would Rob, like you said, like, why is he not here? Why does he send his mother to fight his battles? And it's like, dude, you're not even, like, you're just, you're not even doing anything. You guys are just, like, you guys yeah. are literally playing around. Like Rob comes up yeah. there and what's he going to do? He's going to, like, be in a little competition and play games? Yeah. Rob's actually beating ass up north, so good for him. Good for Rob. Uh, and from there, we go to the Iron Islands. And the Iron Islands, for me and Chris, is a, a dark, dreary place. Because uh, I, I don't know, you know, I'm not really big into the online Game of Thrones community, other than, of course, our very successful podcast. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't know how the Iron Islands are viewed in the books, how they're viewed elsewhere, but they suck. I hate them. They're, they're What's this, Balin Greyjoy? Yeah, Balin Greyjoy. What a, a waste of space. He's a cha. Get the guy a razor, trim him up. His hair looks terrible. Cut that mess up. Uh, and he, he's an asshole. And we go there, and it's just the Greyjoys, of course. Like, they're, they're being dicks to Tyrion. And uh, Tyrion finds out that there's going to be some raids and that the Greyjoys actually intend mean, to raid Theon. Theon. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm yeah. saying Tyrion. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We'll edit it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get a producer in yeah. here. Make sure you retweet. We'll go to Culver's, and then you'll have to edit this. <laughs> um, so Theon... Uh, he finds out that uh, his sister Yara is going to be leading a ship, 30-ship fleet, to mm-hmm. attack certain areas in, in Westeros, and they actually intend to take Winterfell, which Theon right. is not happy about because he does still hold Winterfell near and dear to his heart. He finds out he's taking one boat called the Sea Bitch to uh, <laughs> raid like a little fishing town. Outrageous name for the, for the boat. Yeah. I, 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 that's like, I, can you imagine me? Welcome aboard the sea, bitch. Watch your step. I drive a boat for a living, so it's kind of funny. Oh, and it's I'm, actually, and they're called sea dogs, aren't they? They do, the sea dogs, yeah. yeah. So, so, I mean, I mean just draw like, your own conclusions. Just, if I'm on the boat. You're basically a Theon, man. I'm a Theon. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> but no, to, to elaborate a little bit on what you were saying, 
Um, even in the books, it's just the the Ironborn have a whole different culture that just doesn't jive with with the with the rest of Westeros. Well, it's hard to say fast. The rest of Westeros, yeah, it's tough. Uh, um, the, the the Iron Islands are very much like the trailer park of Westeros. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can I can definitely you can see, see what I'm talking. You kind of see what I'm saying. Say okay, yeah, yeah. okay. For sure. See what I'm saying? And then from there, we go to a short scene in King's Landing. Um, guys, we're going to be skipping a lot of scenes like this because basically most scenes that Shay are in, I just I just don't like. So Horror wizardry, man. Yeah, horror, horror wizardry. wizardry. So literally in my I'll notes, literally in my notes, I say Shay acting up, parentheses, could also catch these hands. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we'll just leave it at that. She like is like, isn't she screaming at Tyrion? Yeah, because... She's uh, like almost trying to scare him that she, people can hear her. Yeah, she's like, why are you trying to hide me? Blah, blah, And she's like... Uh, he's and like, then I hate her voice. Yeah, I hate her oh, voice. Yeah, I can't stand it. Why are you trying to hide me? Yeah. Like, the inflection doesn't make any sense. She sucks. Whatever. Anyways, where do we go from here? I, oh, God. Oh, anywhere. It would be better. <laughs> uh, from there we go to... Uh, t- um, uh, Cersei. The Cersei scene is a Lannister, little Lannister lunch, little, little Lannister, Lannister dinner, dinner type dinner. situation. And um, Cersei's like being terrible. And it's got Tommen and Marcella's there, right? Mm-hmm. And Tommen and Marcella. And they're um, hanging out, eating food. And uh, they're like asking questions about the war and all that. And like mm-hmm. Cersei is making Sansa say like terrible things. She's yeah. like, oh, are you going to be happy when Joffrey kills your brother? Uh, and all that. But then, like, Tommen shows the kind of person he is. Right. Because Cersei goes, I don't want Joffrey to kill Sansa's brother. Yeah. Which I thought was really deep scene, because, like, he probably knows very little about the war. But he probably knows Sansa's so nice to him that her her brother must be nice. And he probably sees yeah. his brother and thinks, like, what a child. Yeah. <laughs> you know. And, he, and he's there most of the time hearing Joffrey say all this, like, oh, I'm going to cut off his head and blah, blah, So. And he when he grows up, he'll have weird decisions that he makes but you'll see he fundamentally is a good soul a little a lot more compassionate than than joff is yeah for sure and then towards the end of that scene um sansa kind of goes in her chambers oh bit. right and then uh shay is gonna be her um what are they handmaiden. Called? handmaiden yeah, yeah. and sansa kind of like bitches her out like do your job yeah. know your job and she's like you just gotta brush my hair you gotta have you know make the bed for me and all that stuff and Shay kind of like sucks at it, yeah. and then she like goes to brush Sansa's hair, and Sansa's like, "Not now!" Yeah. Like when I tell you. <laughs> and then she's like, and Sansa's like, "Yeah, your job's to like brush my hair, empty my pots and stuff." And then Shay's like, "All right, well, your pots are empty. Like, should I brush your hair?" She like goes to do it. Sansa's like, "Like, I shouldn't have to wait on you. Like, you, you should be waiting on me." Blah blah. Yeah. She, she has a great line there, but I'm going to save it for my best line you ask. I don't remember, so I'm looking forward to okay. it. But Sansa nice. would, like, literally say, like, you should do this, and then Shay would go to do it, and then she'd stop her. Yeah. She was doing The Rock, where she's like, what is your name? <laughs> it doesn't matter what your name yeah. is. It was Great. fantastic. Little, little uh, Sans from Sansa. A little Sans from Sansa. <laughs> Trademark. Uh, so Take we, it, we'll sue. We, uh, we stay in King's Landing, and this this actually is, um, we were discussing this earlier. My favorite scene by far. This is one of, probably, I mean, you can see all the... Politicality, I guess, if that's a word, I don't even. Know it is now trademark. Okay. We'll sue. If you uh, but that goes into this into uh, the Game of Thrones realm here. So Tyrion is starts off meeting with Grand Maester Pycelle, and he says, "Okay, this is super secret. I know I can trust you. You know, with me being the hand of the king and you're a loyal servant, the queen mustn't know about this." And uh, Tyrion tells his plans to wed Marcella to uh, the Prince of Dorne. Yes. 
So kind of ends there um, with Tyrion saying, okay, this is hot shots, don't say anything. Then the next scene, Tyrion goes and meets with Varys. But the way they film it, is it like Tyrion walks to get wine and yeah, it, the, it does a slight him. cut. It follows Tyrion, and then when he turns around, it's now it's Varys. Right, which is sweet, yeah. And who does he tell Varys? Because I'm pretty sure uh, Littlefinger he tells... Robin Aaron. So to right. Varys, he, he says that he's going to wed Marcella to Theon Greyjoy during right. the Iron Islands right. on our side. Or not on our side. I'm not picking sides here. Wow. On the Lannister wow. side. Freudian <laughs> slip. We know where Chris's royalties lie. <laughs> on the Lannister side. And then um, and then it kind of does the same thing where it kind of does like a cool pan into the next scene. Yeah, um, small count. Sh- yeah. Shout out to the show writers and, and all the producers and, the and stuff the there. Director there, yeah. Uh, um, and then Tyrion's meeting with Littlefinger where he says that he's going to wed Marcella to Robin Aaron. And he also offers Hall to Lord Baelish to set it up and, and convince Liza Aaron to have that match go down. Yep. So there's a lot of um, weaving going on here with the or with uh, Tyrion, and I mean it just goes to show, and it wraps up towards the end of the episode here. But I mean Tyrion's just on a whole another level mentally. Yeah, this uh, is really when you finally start to see him at his, at his best. Right. Early seasons, he's just, like, being shitty to people and telling him, like, funny jokes. So you right. introduce the character, and you're like, oh, he's hilarious. But now you see just how valuable early on he is to the Lannister name, which right. will be ironic later on. But right now, he's actually, like... Because it's sort of like a scenario that we've seen in world history where the leader is actually a terrible uh, war general. You mm-hmm. know, World War Two, that situation happened and all that stuff. And that's kind of how Joffrey is. Like, he's actually an idiot... And makes terrible decisions, and Cersei is either too scared or too blindly loyal to her family, who she considers her family, which she doesn't consider Tyrion to be, mm-hmm. that she allows him to be an idiot. Mm-hmm. And Tyrion, if it's not for Tyrion, like legit Rob Stark probably, probably would be pulling this thing okay. off. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's thanks to Tyrion and, of course, the watchful eye from a distance of Tywin mm-hmm. that this family stays together. And like Jamie and Cersei. And Joffrey and all of them who are considered the tough ones actually are, are dropping the ball they, all over yeah. town. King, Jamie's a, Landing, a prisoner right now. Keep in mind, King's Landing was actively having riots and stuff when Tyrion arrived to town. So Because of Joffrey's ways and because right. of Cersei's allowing for it. Exactly. So who knows? I mean, if, if Tywin doesn't send Tyrion down there... Gold clothes get did, overthrown by the people? Yeah. So it's just like, it could have been a whole different... Whole different uh, that would be an interesting alternate history. Yeah. Oh. Is if Joffrey gets overthrown and it's just an empty seat... What who steps in kind of thing that would be weird. That would Ooh. be pretty wild. Mm. Ooh, maybe we should maybe. maybe we should do that. We'll invest in that. Yeah, yeah maybe we'll, we could we could talk about when we get to the segments. Right. Well, as soon as we get to the rating, which of I, course I like, is the first I like segment. to have my facts ready when I'm doing those facts. They, yeah, so we can and <laughs> next the, week the War of the Five Kings happens throughout this whole season. So right, we so we got a lot make, of time. Yeah. We'll write that down. Definitely. Take two Culvers. <laughs> Dessert? Question mark. <laughs> um, uh, from there, we go back to the Renly Baratheon camp. Him and Loras are, uh, of course, if you don't know by now. If you don't know by now, you didn't watch the last episode because they're a thing. They're an item. They're sort of just playing with each other. Uh, they're, they're, get, they're getting after they're it. They're getting after yeah, it. They're, they're playing some it. games. Yeah. They're touching some body parts. And mm-hmm. uh, but then it becomes a little chippy. It becomes a little chippy because Loras is a little mad at Renly not only for his acceptance of Cat. But also for Brienne of Tarth, mm-hmm. who he respects and gave a, a high rank to, and, uh, and put her in, in his king's garden. In his king's garden, yeah. Loras was almost like offended by it. It's a backwards view for Loras, I think. I think stay woke, women can do anything. Um, True. And he uh, was sort of offended True. by that, and uh, he sort of gave Renly a little sauce. And then he, um, 
and then he uh, walked out. <laughs> Chris is over here. I don't know what he's doing. Bad radio. Chris, uh, so uh, Loris walks out in a huff, and then his sister, played by Natalie Dormer, Marjorie, oh, oh, yeah. walks in. And, uh, and Redley's HGB just like, to the H- oh, my God. Marjorie was my draft pick in one of my draft picks in the HGB debate. Mm-hmm. She walks in, and she's just like, hey, what's up? And then she just, like, pops off the clothing's. And, uh, again, what we talked about in, like, the very first episode of, in history, for a woman on this show to get naked, she legit just has to touch the shirt. Oh, yeah. And it, it vanishes. Just off. It just yeah. falls off. Again, I don't know what the fabric was made out of. It's like... It's gotta be... They gotta get some flex seal. It's gotta be, like... <laughs> they, I don't know, like, the, the moth mamas are popular right now. It's moth. It's yeah, moth, I think, yeah. Yeah, I think... Well, I think it's silk, and the moths are eating... The moths eat fabric, don't yeah, they? That's the right. Yeah, that's right. They just got super weak so, outfits. They yeah. do shoddy craftsmanship, they but it just vanishes. Yeah. And you're just like, whoa! And again, nowadays, not fair. Much harder. And, and Marjorie's actually... I mean, she kind of steals this scene a little bit because... Not only because she gets naked, obviously. I mean, she's hot, but... Um, she has some good dialogue here where she pretty much rec- she says, okay, I know what's going on with you and my brother. She says, uh, want my brother to come in and get you started yeah. and finish off because they just need her to get pregnant. Exactly. Yeah. So she wants to, she wants to advance herself and she knows the only way to be actually solidified yeah. as a queen is to have the child. Exactly. And Renly's not into it at all. Right. At and, all. And, and funny line here, actually. Hard pass. Or I guess soft pass. So, it's a soft pass. <laughs> so Renly, she can't get Renly going, and then she actually like gives him the benefit of the doubt. She's just like, must be the wine. And Renly just like looks over. He makes like a hilarious face. Oh, like I think great. they meant for him to be like upset, but it comes off as hilarious. Well, I think it's more of an embarrassed look. Almost, You're almost right? angry. It's like, I, there's, like when Ned got his head cut off, I wasn't as angry as I was in the scene. I was like, <laughs> Renly, just give it a shot. <laughs> Come on, man. Just uh, yeah. think of the think of the children. <laughs> Literally, I'm watching it and I'm like, I, I'll tag out, tag <laughs> out. Um, and then from there we go back to King's Landing. Cersei is she's living, hot. She's off hot. the walls right now. She finally gets the news that Marcella is going to Dorne. And remember, in the last scene that I discussed with Tyrion kind of uh, planting these seeds with um, Pycelle, Varys, and Littlefinger. Yeah, Littlefinger. Um, so, you know, remember he told Pycelle that Marcella was getting married to the Prince of Dorne. And that's the word that got back to Cersei. Cersei comes in, she's like, you plan on marrying my daughter to those savages in Dorne? Right. And then, Beautifully done by Tyrion, because now he like, knows yeah. who he can trust. And it kind of it goes to Tyrion's face. I think he's like pouring wine right there. And as soon as she says that, he like kind of like smirks a little bit because he knows who the, played right into his hands. Played right into his hands. Um, and then so I mean, there's not too much to touch on in that scene, but it was like you saw Tyrion's plan pay off. Yeah, and he's able to, and he almost talks Cersei down a little bit. He says like, "Your son keeps fucking up. You keep fucking up. They're rioting in the streets. We need allies." Dorne can be a valuable ally. They have great fighters in Dorne. They're not, I think, considered to be the savages that the Dothraki or oh, that no like way. the Iron Islands are because they're very no well way, to yeah. do. But they're they're like too woke for Westeros. They look at them and they're like they're all banging and they're all like they don't like their ways. That's yeah. it. It's yeah. like it's just you're not they're not into how they act and how they are. But mm-hmm. Tyrion is like we're past that point. Right. It's now we need people on our side. And this is a good way to bridge centuries old. I think he even says something along those lines. Like, our families have been 
you know, on non-speaking terms for years. Let's bridge that gap. Right. Tyrion, and we've discussed this, Tyrion and even Ned in a lesser way, but Ned was a warrior. Tyrion is the most, uh, if he existed today, would be perfect because he's very diplomatic. Right. In a world where war is the answer to most everything. It's like most people are just trying to use the sword to answer their questions, whereas Tyrion's very yeah. good it's at it. It's like Chris in high school is yeah. just using the sword too much. It's the same. All right, we're going to edit that part out. Nah, it stays in. <laughs> that one stays in. <laughs> um, the pen is mightier than the sword. <laughs> and then from there we go to... Where do we go from there? Uh, the Iron Island test. Oh, yeah. That's we right. Got Theon gets a little... Theon, because I called him Tyrion earlier. Theon gets his little <laughs> Iron Island test. Uh, and this is like... They, they have really weird things that they do. This isn't the part where they like drown his ass. But they mm-hmm. introduce him to the water, and there's this weird... I don't know what that character's name is, but he's, he's in all the episodes when they do those Iron Island tests. Um, his, his name's like Dampier Greyjoy, I forget. Like Dampier his, Greyjoy, he's French. That's his nickname, um, Dampier, yeah. He's a... Uh, he's, he's, he's another brother. He's one of Balon's brothers. Actually. Oh, wow, I did not know but that. He, he gave up like the princehood or whatever to become a priest. Okay, that makes sense. And yeah. he's... Uh, he just kind of is like the, I guess he's a priest of the water, and they right. kind of, I guess, readopt Theon into the family at this right. point. Right. Mm-hmm. And still, he's still an outcast in the family, right? I mean, it yeah, doesn't... he'll never be, he's like Tyrion, he'll never be accepted. Right. But there is, you know, I kind of glossed over this earlier, but there is a, a moment where Theon says to his dad, you treat me like an outcast, you fucking gave me away. Like, what do you want from me? Yeah. That was your decision. Yeah. And the dad, like, smacks him, but as he's walking away, you see in his face, he's like, that was... I had no comeback, so I just yeah. hit him. Because <laughs> yeah. that was that was because he was always like quippy and like, oh, where'd you get that shit from? Did and Theon was all like a, then, a little dog, like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. But then he finally snapped back and like, Balon didn't have an answer because he's right. Yeah. Theon he gave him away. Yeah, he's like, you call what do you think Ned Stark's your father? And he's like, well, you just legit were like, fire. He was like, he probably like saw Ned and was like. <laughs> handed him the baby. Yeah. I mean, honestly though, it's all Balon's fault. If he wouldn't if he never rebelled in the first place, yeah. Theon would have been chill, all his brothers would have been yeah. alive. Like Balon's talking about, oh, do you not remember your brothers and stuff? He's like, Well, because yeah. of you, they're they're dead. Right. So Right. He and honestly, like it, he fights like the Iron Islands love fighting losing battles. Right now they're super cocky. They're gonna go head first into a new battle. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have one good moment, and I won't spoil it. No. But they love fighting, losing battles. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're they're in a way they're cowardice, right? I mean, they're attacking. They're opportunistic. Places where there aren't yeah. soldiers there. Yeah. So they're getting cocky, mm-hmm. and they're going to get that, knocked down a couple pegs. And like we said before, Theon, strictly business for you from strictly here on business. out, buddy. <laughs> strictly um, business. So from there, we jump back to King's Landing. Uh, Baelish is also pissed about Tyrion's oh, he's red game. Uh, not not. As extent, like outrageous as Cersei is, Baelish is a little more calculating than Cersei is, obviously. Um, but Baelish is just like, you know, next time you play these games, like, leave me out of it. I'm not going to put up with this shit. And Tyrion actually... Tyrion does have a plan for Baelish, right? He does need Baelish to go and be a negotiator for him, whether it be yeah. in the Stormlands where he has connections or whether it be in that in the Vale where obviously he vale, knows Liza yeah. Aaron. Um, so Tyrion said, he, I think he has a line in there where he's like, you know, I, I promised, um, Janice Slint Harrenhal, but I didn't need Janice Slint. Like I, I need you. Like, yeah. So yeah. basically saying you're actually going to get Harrenhal. Yeah. I was fucking around and doing that game earlier, but yeah, you have important roles to come. And he stresses to him like, you, you like cat, huh? Well, guess what? She's a big player right now. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and 
doesn't he actually send him down to the Stormlands? I think it's his next move. He's, yeah, he's sending okay. her. He's sending him to meet with Cat. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, in the and kind of in the next scene here, but still in King's Landing, Tyrion punishes Grand Maester Pycelle. Um, he walks in with Bronn and and I think oh, Shadow. Bronn is hilarious. And they like, they, he, of course, uh, of course, Pycelle's in there with another prosty. Again. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's got a problem with that. Um, he's and addicted. Shaga like cuts his beard off, and they send Pycelle to jail and stuff. So that was a pretty good scene, I thought. Yeah, Tyrion is at the point where he's just he's clean. He's taking out the trash. Yeah, he got rid of Slint last episode. Pycelle's learning some good lessons. Uh, t- uh, uh, Baelish learned a lesson, although he's not. Mm-hmm. He's still needed. And then yeah. the next scene, he goes and sees uh, Varys. Because if you think about it, I mean, Pycelle really has... Uh, Tyrion has no use for Pycelle, right? I mean, yeah, no, no. He's essentially a spy for Cersei. No. And when he sees Varys, there's a, this is a great scene, a whole lot of respect. They yeah. both are almost like... Because they had a, a kind of twisted scene last episode, right? Mm-hmm. Where they're talking about where Varys is like, yet I paddle kind of thing. And he was threatening Tyrion and with shit. here they right? realize, oh, we can trust each other. Yeah. Because Varys passed the test. He didn't give out any information. It was, it was basically the end of Willy Wonka. <laughs> where he gives Willie back the everlasting gobstopper, and Willie's pretty stoked about it. I think I think Varys gains uh, a lot more respect for Tyrion because I think yeah. at this point you kind of get a hint to it, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil anything here. But Varys is not fully Team Lannister, right? I mean, no, you, yeah. and you can tell at this point. So I think Varys is kind of like, oh, this is one of the good guys at this point. Varys, or at least he knows how to play the game. He said it once so far in these two seasons and it's what's best for the realm mm-hmm. by season seven he'll have said it 80 million yeah. times. <laughs> so yeah. that's what it is and we don't Facts. want to give any spoilers alright but the Iron Islands will lose <laughs> Facts. Fact. Facts Strictly Facts Strictly um, Business <laughs> Varys actually I, can we alright so Varys does the riddle right where he goes there's, there's they, never, uh, they never give the answer they never give they the answer they killed me what but, was the riddle dude should we talk about let's this let's do the now? riddle let's, we'll this. answer it alright so there's there's four people in the in the room right and one of them's a self of course his name is Friday so one of them's <laughs> a priest and a kid walk into a room alright <laughs> so uh. <laughs> one, one of them is a self sword one right. of them is a king one of them is a priest and one of them is a rich man and basically it's okay who who can convince the sellsword to kill the other two right exactly the priest who can promise him heaven Mm -hmm. the king who can promise him power or the rich man who can promise him money right so who to what two does the sellsword kill right and And was there there was what was so the the next part the answer so vera says power resides where men believe it resides um, so it could be anybody. So it, so it could be anybody. But I think the point that he's trying to make is, you know, at, at a time where there's five different pe- people calling themselves kings in the realm, who who are the who's the realm gonna rally behind, right? Right. Um, to me, I, I mean, if I had to kind of answer this, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'd probably. If who are I was, the five kings right now? Renly. Renly, Stannis, Joffrey, Rob, Rob, and Greyjoy. Well, he doesn't get any votes. Yeah, he's a cha. He's a cha. He's a cha. But yeah, so those are the five, and then we have, and then we have the Khaleesi across the narrow sea. But that's she's not a player yet. She's she's still she's still got to find like water at this point. (laughs) They're still stuck in the desert. Yeah, they're fucked. I would say I like I'd be tempted to go Rob because you know how I love the Starks, but I think Mm -hmm. in that moment I almost would go Stannis. I mean, at this point, who would win that war? I think Stannis would crush them all. Well, no, not necessarily. Yeah, okay, so I, I mean, honestly, I would probably, I'd probably throw myself. 
I mean, this is tough, but I'd probably throw myself in Millie's camp. Yeah, you want to just smang Marjorie? That's it. No, no. I would no, throw myself. In, I would throw myself in Millie's camp because the power he has. I mean, he's got a hundred thousand people within a march distance from. But King's the whole Landing. point of the riddle is that you go where you think power resides. When I see Renly, I don't think power resides there. When I I'm see not, I'm not, I don't think Renly has the power. I think his hundred thousand strong host. I has think the power. Stannis has the power. Well, I mean, right now Stannis probably has maybe fifteen thousand soldiers. He does have a fleet, but he can probably... command the soldiers. True, but that's true. But, by like, that, but, but by... you know, I'm a Rob guy though too, yeah. so I want to go Rob a little right. bit. I just got, yeah. I'd be floating around. <laughs> <laughs> I might just, I might pull Liza. I'd be popping up a little. I might pull Liza Aaron, just chill, keep yeah. my nights in my own shit. I might be ass. popping into each camp here and there, just <laughs> popping in, like hey guys. Yeah. Um, all right, so I'm glad we visited that, though. So where do we go from, it is tough. from there? Um, stuff. From there, we go to um, the traveling scene with the, the Men of the Night's Watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, this isn't the Craster's Keep scene. This is actually with the recruits, with Arya and Yorin, right. taking all the and recruits. They're, they're in the, the Riverlands. They're in the Riverlands at this point, and the Gold Cloaks have come back to battle. But before that, Arya and Yorin kind of had a little deep, dark conversation. And it's about how... Uh, it's about how, like... You know, you can't forget bad things that have happened to you. Uh, never forget, hashtag. But you, you can't forget these things. And Arya says, you know, like, I can't stop picturing that day. And Yorin says, no, you didn't see your dad's head. I made sure you didn't see that happen. Right. You know, I, I blocked your view. And she said, well, it's not just that. It's seeing Cersei and Sansa. Yeah. She's like, I can remember everything so vividly. And Yorin then goes off about a guy who killed, like, his brother, I believe. Mm-hmm. And how he can't imagine, he can't even picture his brother's face anymore. But he remembers um, that guy. But he remembers the guy who killed him. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he ends saying, and I killed him. I which killed, is fantastic. And that's that when, off. and he said every time he went to bed, he would say his name. And this is where Arya starts getting that idea. Yeah. Making the lists. Yeah. Check him twice. <laughs> it was naughty his nuts. <laughs> All, everyone's naughty on Arya's list. Everyone's naughty. She does not have a nice list. She does not have no. a nice the list. The nicest person on Arya's list is 18-year-old Arya and up. She gets Ooh, she she becomes yeah. a smoke show. She, she becomes she an does, HGB. She, she does get she does get a good look. At, at this point, not an HGB. Right. Well, yeah, because because it's illegal. Yeah, you can't That's be. Right. You can't be. We'll That's get, right. We'll get Chris Hansen. You can't watch Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows and be like, oh, Hermione's hot, and then watch Sorcerer's Stone and be like, oh, Hermione's hot. You yeah, gotta no, you, you can't, can't yeah. you gotta save that for Deathly Hallows <laughs> part one and two. You can't be doing that. You can't so, backtrack. You can only watch an order. Um, but this this scene actually. I mean that that is like standard Game of Thrones, like oh yeah, let's let's show some backstory on this guy that everyone really likes, and then have him get murdered. In yeah, the, same the gold scene. cloaks show up, and immediately uh, they fight, and uh, the gold cloaks capture the kids that they want, and yeah. um, they kill that one kid with Arya's sword. They Lamy, steal Needle, yeah. and they kill what's his name? Lami. They kill Lami, and then they say, "All right, now who wants to give up Gendry?" And luckily, the chips fell where they may, and Gendry's helmet is right by Lami. Yeah. His name's Lami? Yeah. I like his name. And uh, Arya goes, <laughs> we don't need to. You already got him. It's fantastic. Yeah. Great lie. Great, great Telling thinking. good lies. That's yeah. a good lie that's to tell. That's a great lie. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a great lie. And uh, so Lami's dead, which is like small loss there. The kid was annoying. He's mm-hmm. like, you're going to have to carry me. My legs hurt. And the guy's like, I'm not doing that shit. Yeah. He's which is like, like, I wouldn't want to either. Yeah. He was, he's like kind of a dick because he like puts his hand out to go help him up and then he just slides needle in his in yeah. his neck. You ever do that like too slow? This is an extreme oh, version yeah. of too yeah, slow. I've never gotten that. shanked after a <laughs> game of too slow. And then he like turns around and he just goes, carry him, he says. And then everyone just starts <laughs> laughing. <laughs> yeah. 
Which, like, I'm not gonna lie, it was hilarious. Yeah, it was, it was pretty <laughs> great, funny. great line. That guy is. Uh, He's a joker, that guy. That, yeah, that guy that. gets his, though, later on, which is nice. Yeah, no spoilers. Iron no Islands spoilers. lose. Yeah. <laughs> Strictly business um, for the Iron Islands. But, yeah, so that's the episode. I thought it was pretty solid episode, right? I, mean, I liked it. Yeah. Oh, you thought it was solid, too? Yeah, I, I said solid. I didn't say it was, like, fantastic, but I think it was It was okay. Episode. It's not, like, again, I think you're a guy who needs, like, all these battles and shit for it to be fun. Fake Let's news. get into the segment. Let's start the segments with the rating. As we always have done. Now let's the end the review with the rating. Let's start the segments with the rating. <laughs> what? <did> you? <laughs> You're gonna catch these hands. Listen, listen. Oh, this is the this is ultimately what will ruin us, <laughs> and we'll break up, and then we'll be on uh, like e e. What It'll is be it? like behind the blow. E true Hollywood story like... behind the blow, <laughs> and it's gonna be like ultimately we couldn't agree on the segments portion. <laughs> and this, I believe, the rating is a segment. Chris believes the end of the review is the rating. Right. But it's like, uh, uh, he's wrong. Fake news. No. Imagine correct, this. this is correct news. Okay, so this like, is real if you're, you're going to be like searching online, like, oh, Avengers 4 review. like Avengers okay. 4, well. Well, I'm just, no, I'm just saying, I'm just using that as, a, as, a, as an example here, but okay. You think the rating's not going to be in the review as part of the review, or you think it's going to be like a whole another article called Segments, that, and then it's rated in the beginning it's of that? A, well, this isn't this isn't an, a news article. Online. No, I just I, I, I just wanted it was a yes or it was a ratings or no question. That's what that was. Right? You can't you you lead with all this weird verbally <laughs> this media kofifi, and you want me to answer a question that doesn't apply. Oh, all right, this we're not rating. You know, um, uh, 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 we're not writing an, an article. We're doing a podcast, and you do the review, which technically the review is a segment. It's yeah, segment it's number not. one. All right. What's your, what did you rate this one? Nine. Whoa. I liked it. I really? thought it was a great episode. A lot of important stuff happened. I enjoyed the acting. I enjoyed the direction of the episode. I thought all the actors did a very good job in this episode. I thought a lot of revelations happened where you see John lose respect for Lord Mormont. That moment's important. I think the direction and the cinematography in the scene with Tyrion... Various and Littlefinger, all those guys when they're, yeah, you know, that's yeah. fantastically done. Doing, Beautiful. Playing their little games. But, I mean, that was, you're right, it, it, it was, um, what's where I'm masterfully... Done. Yeah, it was done. beautiful. Uh, I thought it was a great episode in terms of just a very beautiful episode. Well done. A good start to finish episode. You're not going to regret watching this one. Okay. Okay. I can I can respect that. I kind of wish I went first because I'm gonna rate this one a six. So like if a I sixty nine, oh, yeah, good. exactly. That's good comedy. That's good comedy. That's good fun. I do have okay. So my redeeming qualities in this one: lots of shrewd politics, um, lots of storylines building, like you mentioned, John and Mormont um, a little bit. Sam getting a little brave and breaking rules. Um, yeah, telling lies. You know, uh, Marcella's going to Dorne, so this is kind of the start of Dorne coming into the picture. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I can see how you would uprate it a little bit. I'm not going to bash your rating by any means. All right. This isn't what Good, cause I will be. bash yours, but your rating's garbage. Your I mean, rating's shit. I mean, it, it, let's, a six let's, let's is real here. a six to me. It's is a solid, like, it's a solid, uh, it's a uh, solid six. Okay. So it's no longer hard or soft. It's now we're doing solids folks. And next week he's going to give us a liquid seven and a gas <laughs> eight. He's making sense. This guy's ratings are bullshit. Oh man. He's okay. using different things every week. So a six, my issue with a six is it's, to me, a six might as well be a five. It's noncommittal. It's like when you get those aptitude tests on. online when you're like applying for something and it's like strongly agree, sort of agree, agree, 
sort of disagree. Okay. It's take a stand, man. Okay. Take well, an X Men's last stand. N- what well, do you think? There, there are episodes where I'm going to take a hard stand, and there's other. Oh, episodes. I can't wait! I can't wait. And there's other episodes. We are. Where I'm just going to be. This is season right. two, episode three. How many episodes were in season one? Ten. Holy shit, we've done 13 episodes. Congrats, dude. We're yeah, killing it. Wow. Nice. We haven't had this kind of focus on anything <laughs> we've ever done. Oh, uh, man. All right. But you're rating a six. Mine's a nine, so it's a six nine. Nice. Uh, a sixteen nine. Nice, yeah. Nice. Hilarious. Good comedy. Good comedy. If anything, we could be happy that that happened. Right. Which is why I kind of wish I went first, because I didn't know that you were going to rate yeah, it. Instead, it's a 96, so these people yeah. are just like hitting their asses off the back of each other's heads <laughs> in this scenario. Which is what a 96 is, yeah. folks. Well, Try it. Really a, great. A 96 is like when you're sleeping next to like like... Uh, someone that you really don't want to be sleeping next to, so you like flip over and space the other way. It's kind of like one of those things, you know? Okay. <laughs> All right, never mind. Yeah, I guess. All right, so um, first segment, best line, Yas Queen. Um, I'm going to go first. Sleeping just like a weird old guy, and you're just like, I got <laughs> Hey, do you want a 96? <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm going to go first here. Um, best line, yes, Queen. Yes, please do. My best line was uh, from Cat Stark to Renly saying, My son is fighting a war, not playing at one. I had that and I crossed it out oh, and changed it. Ooh, nice. Great yeah. minds think alike. A great nines there, think huh? alike. That's right. Great nines think uh, alike. It was there, a nine. there is a little, um, I don't know, a, a, a little, a little analysis out of this. Maybe I'm thinking too far into it, but Cat's going there to treat with someone who has the ego to claim himself as king over his older brother, who's rightfully king. Is that the wisest thing to start your conversation off with him? With a bird? Yeah. She's like, what is up, dickhead? But I I guess she does have experience dealing with boys. I mean, she's got, like, what, four boys? Just like us. (laughs) So maybe, maybe she knows a little bit better than I do, but that's not how I would open up that conversation. Me neither. I wouldn't go straight into the heart of someone who's considered an enemy right. and be like, "What's up, motherfucker?" <laughs> like, like, yeah. So that's the kind of shit that gets you work. She's got some stones to do that. She got some. Well, it up is it out. smart stones or is it dumb stones? Well, it ended up working out so far. That's so. true. She she wins over Renly. Yeah. So and then my Yas Queen is, and we touched on this a little bit earlier, but Touch it's it. Sansa talking to Shay, and she says. I shouldn't have to tell you what to do. You should, or I shouldn't have to tell you things to do. You should just do them. And I was like, that's great yeah, line. that's that's great. You tell great Shay. Line. Anytime you give some sauce to Shay, I'm going to enjoy it because yeah. she's one of my least favorite kids. So it's, I shouldn't have to tell you what to do. You should just do them. Yeah. Yeah, that was like a, the first time I ate out a girl. She said that to me. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I was like, yeah, uh, but wait, just a quick wait, point. Oh, what's going on down here? Uh, Can I get a flashlight? You got a map? <laughs> <laughs> um, my best line is, uh, it's funny, folks, because it's just like a silly joke, but it's it's fucking true. <laughs> my best line, uh, very satirian, which Chris talked about, great line, power resides where men believe it resides. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, of course, I believe in Tom Cruise and Scientology. So power resides right there. I, I'm kidding, I don't. Uh, Tom's a huge fan of the Probably podcast. Do. We love you, Tom. We love you. I hope your Zions are doing good and all your orbs are treating you right. <laughs> but make another Mission Impossible. They're great. Uh, and then my um, Yas Queen is Yard Atheon about his weak-ass ship he's getting. And she, they said, well, he's like, what's my ship? And she goes, the sea bitch. We thought it perfect for you. <laughs> and I was like, that's yeah, a that good bird. Yeah, she yeah. hits him with that song. Yeah, I relate to it because I'm, I'm sometimes a little sea bitch. So. There's a lot of songs in this episode. I like yeah, one might episode. argue it's a good nine. 
Well, it's 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 a it's a solid six. It's a six. Sure. Well, yeah. with that amount of songs, it's a six nine. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of songs. Um, and of course, our next segment is hottest moment. Ooh, good segment. Um, you want to lead this one off? You start this one off. This was tough because I had two. Okay. And I don't know if you're going to touch on the same one I did, if it's even worth Maybe. it. Maybe. Uh, well, we okay. Might. So, we my first one is the scene where Tyrion lies to each member of the small council. Oh, Filmed beautiful, nice. beautiful. It's about marrying off the princess, and I just thought it was a hot scene because of just how, just all the friction and all the good bumping and grinding. Oh, and yeah. my next hottest moment might be yours as well, which is Marjorie Tyrell. That's actually not mine. Whoa! Yeah. Well, really quickly, let Whoa. me touch. My second hottest moment, Marjorie Tyrell, just... When she busts out of, uh, of it's, it's amazing. And it's just like, Natalie Dormer, is that her name? Yeah. Hot. Hot she lady. Was in that, she was in uh, The Tudors. I don't know if you ever saw that. With It was about like Henry Eighth or... Oh, was she hot in that too? I guess she looked probably the same. Yes, yeah. yeah. She, it's not like she just like wasn't hot one day. It's not Marjorie like Tyrell is high at my ranking. She... Amelia Clark is too... But you know it's Masani. She is. We're not at her yet, but she will be. You guys will meet Masani, and then you'll be like, "Whoa!" <laughs> All right. My hottest moment was. <laughs> it's a Leo player, Dan Cherry. <laughs> my hottest moment was at, at Rinley's camp when he was having his little tourney, and Brienne gives Loras the business. Oh, strictly business. That was pretty right nice. There. Yeah, Loras is like. Call him Theon because he was getting strictly business. <laughs> so Loras is, uh, you know, one of the richest people in the realm. So he's got all this like ornate armor with like flower decor all over it all stuff. the gear yeah and and brienne's just straight to business all iron like whatever and just lays into loris a little bit um and loris of course is butthurt about it after she gets anointed to the king's guard and stuff so i thought that was a hot moment and this is where you first see brienne too and she's one of my favorite characters throughout the series so definitely a hot moment for me it was a great moment and um I think uh, her introduction was really well done. Some people get yeah. introductions that are kind of like, oh, there they are. Like, Stannis is a very, oh, that's Stannis, okay. Yeah. But Brienne, she, like, even takes the mask off, and they're like, oh, it's a woman. Yeah. And the actress who plays Brienne is a very tall, just Amazon woman. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's actually, um, I, w- I watched an interview with her, um, like, I think, like, last year or something, but she's actually, like, a really funny chick. She's cool. She's Yeah, she's mm-hmm. good. all these people I've seen in interviews, and they're all super... Super likable. Yeah. I mean, I don't know any actor on Game of Thrones who seems difficult to work with or unlikable. Even like Joffrey and Ramsey's characters in real life, or, or actors in real life, are actually <laughs> the characters are really cool. There's a great thing Ramsey and Theon did together as themselves, oh, yeah, where they see each right. other and they look like super weird, and then they have this big hug yeah. and they say a whole bunch of British stuff that I can't understand. <laughs> um, and then, so your favorite segment, hottest moment. Well, Rose History Minute's next. We already We did. just did Hottest Moment. Why would you ask if Hottest Moment was Because that's my favorite segment. All right. Well, we all know what your real favorite segment it's is. It's not Westeros History Minute. All right. So this one, actually, I kind of want to time this out. I think this one will actually be under a minute. Maybe at a minute, per se. Okay. Well, all right. Yeah, all right. I got, I'm starting the clock. All right. So this one is, is about Harrenhal, since Tyrion discussed it being possibly handed over to Baelish. Oh, okay. Um, interesting. Harrenhal is the biggest castle in Westeros. It holds the biggest lands as well. So that's one of the biggest attractions um, to having Harrenhal is you have fertile lands in the riverlands right in the center of everything. You get a lot of commerce through there. So it's somewhere where you can be, make a lot of money, essentially. But 
I mean, it's absolutely massive. It's three times the size of Winterfell, which is fucking huge. You have to have a massive family with a lot of retainers to keep this place. So that's kind of a drawback. No one can tend to all that, all that castle. A lot of the parts of the castle have been abandoned for four decades, so 40 years, in case you didn't get that uh, you know, transition, right? I got it. Four okay. decades is 40 years. Yeah, exactly. I'll write it down. Um, Heron the Black of House Whore built it. It took him 40 years to build it. Heron um, the Black of House Whore? Yeah, House Whore. Um, it's a, house, it's a uh, house from the Iron Islands. Typical. Uh, yeah, so <laughs> Typical Iron Islands. Cool trailer st- Park Whores. <laughs> <laughs> so a cool story how they ended up coming into the Riverlands, but that'll be a different Westeros history minute. But this uh, Heron Hall was supposedly impregnable until... Aegon the Conqueror rode in with dragons, and they didn't really account for that. Um, so ever since then, yeah. it's been held by six different Lost houses. Lost that prevented. <laughs> yeah, you can't, can't really defend against that. Yeah. Um, so since then, it's been held by six different houses, which are all extinct now. Um, wow. So it's kind of like a, it's kind of thought of as like a curse to have be haunted. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah. So and now uh, Littlefinger's next in line to grab it. Yeah, but doesn't actually isn't Tywin about to go set up camp there? Yeah. It's really, I like it does look cool when he sets up camp there. The set is really beautiful. And you get an idea of like an old dilapidated haunted just mansion. It's exactly. really neat. Uh, so that's coming up with something fun to look forward to. That's great that's a great part. because uh, it's not it's not really covered the history of it in the show. So it's good that we got to do that. So you do actually learn something from this podcast. It's fucking right. Other you than what a ninety six is, which I think are arguably more important. Because that's something <laughs> you can apply to life. It's like when you're in high school and you're like, I don't need this, teach me how to do my taxes. That's what we do. Taxes? 96. All right. <laughs> um, all right, so next segment, Thrones from du- Thrones for Dummies. Thrones maybe from the- Dummies, you were about to say? Thrones for Dummies. Maybe the people will learn something in this one, too. Hopefully. Uh, yeah, so I would just like to learn a little bit about Renly's camp, uh, about okay. his, just sort of his setup and what his, uh, in, in the books, if there's any further details that we can learn from it. Yeah, so, um, I mean, we, we kind of touched on it earlier when we were talking about, like, how he's just moseying his way up the Rose Road to get to King's Landing. Um, the thing is, when all these people are declaring themselves kings, you have to attract people to your side, right? So he's going to all these, you know, rich castles and things and having tourneys, which traditionally, like, brings people together, right, in this time. And everyone wants to go and, and show that they're the most badass and win these tourneys. So by doing this, he's getting a lot of supporters. He got the Tyrells already, um, which are huge. He's got the majority of the storms, Stormlands. And he has Storms in behind him as well. So uh, this is how he's got this massive 100,000 people host. So he's actually, I mean, it is kind of strategic. But at this point, he's already got everything he needs. And he's still kind of moseying around and fucking around. So... Um, he needs to just get his ass up to King's Landing and, and sack the city. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of what's going on with his camp and, and why they're just kind of chilling down there. Because he's trying to gain more and more people. Right. But at a certain point, you have enough people, just go. I think now he's past that strategic point, and now he's just enjoying the lavishness of all Is of it. Is there a part yeah. maybe he's afraid? Maybe yeah, he's afraid to go fight. Perhaps that, too, yeah. You or maybe, maybe he's waiting for Stannis to attack first and, and Weaken see the defenses. up. Yeah. And then Stannis be like, ah, I opened it up for you. <laughs> <laughs> Struggle with a jar yeah. and be like, oh, I'm losing it. <laughs> That's what Stannis, he's going to hit him with that. Typical older brother move. Yeah, right. I loosened it for you. And then he'll... What, what's your older brother's duty? I don't have older brothers. Right. But I was going to say, well, I was going to possibly do a spoiler. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I didn't. Yeah, don't. Iron Islands. Don't do it. Iron Islands. Um, should we find George Day? Yes. All right, you want to lead this I'll one? I'll lead this one. I don't think I've started a segment yet. Yeah, you did. Which one? You started at Hottest Moment. Okay. Yeah. I did, and the rating. Yeah. Well, fell for Oh, it. no! <laughs> you're sneaky, you're sneaky. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Good boy. Uh, you got me Up there. Up to my old tricks. You got me there. That was kind of like a pahaba. That was a little sneaky, kind of like a pahaba. <laughs> All right, my pick for him, uh, since football's back, is Aaron Andrews. Oh, nice. Let's get George with Aaron. They'd be a cute couple. He gets a cutie, and, and maybe she can give us some satellite reports on how the books are coming and how uh, George's Ooh. heart is doing. Tight. Uh, stuff like that. I like uh, that. I think it's important. I think it would be good to have Aaron and George together. I think it'd be a cute couple because she's really pretty, and he's also a, just a cutie <laughs> in his own right. Um, and, uh, again, she can, you know... Joe could be like, it's like, a great sack by Khalil Mack. Let's cut it down to Aaron. He's going to tell us about George's new book. And she'd be like, George, it's almost done. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the same story every time. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's almost done. It's almost done. It's uh, Yeah, that's a great one. I would like to see them set up. Mine uh, is a little more unconventional. But it's all right. We, we're trying anything at this point. Listen. No I mean, one's called back. Listen, we're all woke. Like, anyone can date whoever they want, right? That's so right. I'm choosing Tiger Woods. Oh, that's a good one. I think he's back. He's back. He's back. It's a big one. He is back. Um, the Ryder Cup, of course, was uh, uh, last weekend, and then he was back in the P- in one of the PGA events the weekend before he wanted, that. Yeah. Um, but uh, he can show George his wild side a little bit, you know. Like yeah. we all know Tiger, we all know Tiger kind of you know sticks around. He's a got some bit. horror wizardry in his own right. He's got some horror wizardry. Maybe he could take George down to you know Jim Hortons or like I don't I don't even know the restaurant where he's smanging the chick from. But yeah, I think yeah, it's called Tim Hortons. Oh okay, whatever. He can take him down to Bill Hortons <laughs> and they can get weird. Whatever. Uh, they could they could go golfing. I'm sure George. I mean, he lives in Santa Fe, New Mexico. I've heard there's a there's probably a good some golf. Down there. There. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, I'm sure. But yeah, so I like that because Tiger's back. George is always here. Yeah, and uh, so they can. Hang well, out. no, George is always coming, like like winter and the dragons. And that's everything. true. You and never know where he's way. always on his way, and yeah, he never exactly. He's got to be just a beast in the set because <laughs> he's always close, but he's never done. He's never, <laughs> you think he's, he's never done. You think he's done, and he's just catching his breath. <laughs> Um, unnecessary titties. Ooh, what's? How about you lead us off again on this time? All right, um, Shay's titties are unnecessary because she sucks. Did she show her titties? No, nope. just the presence <laughs> of them on her. Such a Shay, yeah. Okay. Anything attached to her. Okay. Uh, her whole character annoys me. Uh, her scenes uh, are forced. If she, if Shay scenes going on, go get food. Uh, go pee. <laughs> go pay your taxes. Go waterboard your neighbor. Don't do anything <laughs> except watch them. It's brutal. Fact. No, you're 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 speaking truths over here. Uh, my unnecessary titties are. Well, it's only one scene here. I guess it's when uh, Lamy got his throat pierced by a needle. Mm. That kind of sucked. Um, standard Game of Thrones esque. It's always very graphic, and he's like choking on blood. He like coughs up blood, and it's just oh like, yeah, it's just a little brutal. kid. You know, it's kind of fucked up, but. Yeah, uh, unnecessary in my opinion. But also, I mean, it it, it is very necessary in Ar- Arya's uh, story storyline. So it's brutal. It's a brutal scene and uh, necessary. But it's weird because it's it's a kid actor too. Right. Which yeah. really, if it was like, well, I don't know, they wouldn't use like an adult, I guess. Yeah, but, but he's, it's like the famous joke in like kid. horror films from the '90s, like Scream. 
they're like, oh, these high schoolers, and they're clearly like 28-year-olds. Yeah. yeah. This is like an actual kid. Yeah. yeah. Sliced and diced. And he's like coughing up blood. I think that's the part that he got, got me. It's like seeing yeah. a little kid staring straight into the camera and just coughing up blood. He got staircase. He got that cough blood. Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. That dude. Yeah. And he'd come in, and he's like, oh, I must have coughed all over. <laughs> um, watch the staircase. That's our next one, because we referenced it a lot. But I, I yeah. wanted to do Waco. Waco would be fun. I, we yeah whatever whatever we can get whatever the people are watching by the time we're done with Game of Thrones yeah. season eight we'll we'll get some tweet at us what you want us to do next I'll take you to Culver's and we'll discuss it. Trauma Combat TBC folks another sheety original. Uh, I don't remember where I wrote it. Here it is. This is a story um, about the man, the myth, the legend. Uh, he's a good dude. Jesus, Jesus Christ. JC. JC. Let's hear it for Shout him. out. Shout out. Bless to, up, fam. Bless, bless up. Um, to the Lord and Savior, unless you're not the same religion, in, in which case, teach their own. Um, but Jesus Christ, so this is a story, it's a show, he comes back to earth for the rapture, right? And he has to, like, decide who lives, who dies, who goes to heaven and all that stuff. Okay. And then he's like, yo, but earth is turned. He's like, this is fun down here. And he's like, I'm going to hang out for a few years. Uh, and he hangs out just for however many se- seasons the network gives us, obviously. And then when they cancel <laughs> us, we'll have the actual rapture happen. But so he's hanging out. It's dope. And then um, he, he's like, yo, let's just hang out and do this thing one more time. And uh, he decides to enjoy it a little bit. He enjoys Earth. And he starts to party. He stays with us. He falls in love with the rap game. Jesus becomes like the biggest MC in the game. Oh, this is where, like, nice. where it takes off. Yeah, this is where it takes off. Jesus, like has, Jesus has bars. Jesus has bars. He becomes the best MC in the game. Uh, he like releases a diss track on Eminem, MGK, Lil Uzi Vert, and Sin. Uh, he he, he <laughs> disses Sin. Sin, and he also like writes a diss track about the devil. Really, he fucks him hard. Nice. He goes off on the devil. Uh, and the tagline of the show is, um, "He sends hoes to heaven and bitch ass rappers to hell." Uh, <laughs> that's the tagline. And the uh, the show is called um, Stations of a Boss. That, wow, that's okay. That's good. That's good stuff. Well, I honestly can't ever like speak bad words about about JC. You, you know, can like, about my ideas for shows, though. Right, true. But I, I like this one. I think that'd be funny. Um, that's right. It's like new to NBC after Smoker and the Joker comes. Stations he'd, of he'd, he'd probably have to. He'd probably have to like assume a different like identity. Like he couldn't like actively be Jesus on Earth. I feel like because then people would like react to him different and wouldn't be like the same comedic scenes. I feel like maybe it'd be tough. It'd yeah. be tough. But yeah. I, my original vision for it was that like it's just Jesus, and after a while, it's just like he's another dude. You know, it's like oh, after he stays so long. But, it's yeah, just but then like, he becomes famous, and he's like a successful rapper. And then, like, he's, like, his diss tracks about the devil are just, just fire, you know? And that's, like, the thing. He's, like, he, he like, see, that could even be a great verse. He's, like, you want fire, but I want, you know, you're already in hell, bitch, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> well, it, but the devil has to come at him first in a diss track. And then the he, devil, yeah, and then from JC hell writes his diss track, and then Jesus is, like, yo. Yeah. He just, like, Eminem with MGK. It's like, okay, you want a response? You know, let's do it. It's like Drake with Meek Mill. Yeah, and, like, Michael the Archangel is, like, spitting the tracks behind Jesus while he's firing down. Firing hellfire. He's hellfiring down on the devil. And this is, like, so many hilarious biblical references and stuff. It'll be great. It'll be a good time. It sounds like a good time. I'm in. Sign me up. Yeah. Let's uh let's 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 get CBS on the line. Uh, maybe TNT. I don't know somebody. TNT would be good. Basic cable. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll we we want to get a little risque. I think. Yeah, maybe not, that's not an FX show. I don't think we'll do. We'll, no. we'll do. We'll do. 
We don't need HBO, TNT. but no. we, you know, we don't need that. We're yeah. not going to get hard on this. This is because it's, it's if you do it with religious figures in a silly, nice way, I think it's fun. But if you go hard and like Jesus, yeah. like all of a yeah. sudden, is and we like, can't have any like unnecessary titties in that show. Either. Yeah, it just doesn't have a place in there. No, no, no. no. This is a lot of fun. Yeah. It's, a, it's a good time. Uh, Jesus breaks Suge Knight out. It's going to be a good time. <laughs> all right, I'm in, dude. Sign me up. All right. Well. Um, that's it. I mean, that's, you got anything else to say? Um, no, we're, like I said, we're gonna post some vote, some more vote stuff, just to get some more interaction. Chris going. on we his personal guys. Twitter will do the retweet competition. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And if a, if a girl if a girl wins, we'll we'll, we'll hang out. Well, hold <laughs> no, on. I'm kidding. Listen, this is twenty. It's a joke. This is twenty eighteen. All right. If a guy wins, you'll you know, take him out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. I just don't want there to be confusion. <laughs> I say I don't want to yeah, advertise yeah. falsely. I'm busy that day. It's like if a guy wants No, if you just retweet it. We'll mention you on the podcast. We're not going to take you out. Yeah. Uh, we want to, and we want to do guests. Yeah. We'll figure all that out. We'll figure that shit out. Chris is going to get on that. We'll get, well, our producer will get on that. Our producer will get on that. Yeah. Uh, also, help wanted. <laughs> um, producers. Uh, but thank you guys for listening. Continue to view. Continue to share. Uh, and continue to direct message us when you guys interact like on the polls and stuff that makes it so much fun so much so much better alright yeah and if you guys ever have like Thrones for Dummies questions or if you want to hear Westworld's History Minute or something let a brother know and we'll we'll get that going literally anything if you tell us to say anything on this <laughs> we will do it I think if I've proven anything it's that my filter is not successful non-existent non-existent yeah. yours either sometimes yeah. alright well y'all have a good week uh, and uh, Daenerys hit me up you're my HGB